me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so he did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. There we go, that's the intro I need. Big announcement today, uh, right now as a matter of fact, and it uh, pertains to you, specifically any of you that came to the live broadcast last Friday, got a grand prize to give away. But first, uh, I'm ill-prepared because I don't have my tool of the trade. A plumber might have, uh, a plumber has a plunger. If you're working on, if you're an auto mechanic, you've got that thing you plug in to look at all the sensors and press buttons. If you're a roofer... You've got your shingles and hammer and nails. For us in radio, it's our headphones, and I still can't find my damn pair of headphones, which I also might have lost at the live broadcast. But back to that point, as you may or may not know, we are giving away two pairs of Metallica tickets. Why two pairs? Why four total tickets? Because they are doing two shows in Dallas, Friday and Sunday in August. Different opener, different set list for each one. On top of that, we got four nights stay at a hotel so you can enjoy a weekend in the grand city of Dallas. Mm-mm-mm. And two nights of Metallica, and we do have a name for a grand prize winner. Congratulations going out to Daniel McCarthy. That's right. If your name is Daniel McCarthy, you're a winner. Two pairs of Metallica tickets for two nights plus a four nights stay at a hotel. It pays to hang out with the C.J. Morgan show. Kind of. Sort of. I guess. Ish. Right? Doesn't it? Anyhow, uh, more fun stuff coming on the way, so don't you go anywhere. When a loser admits he's lost. Today was another monumental day in history. On this day, all the way back in 2000, December 13th, the year 2000, Al Gore conceded defeat to George W. Bush in his bid for the presidency following weeks and weeks of legal battles over the recounting of votes, specifically in Florida, where things were a little squirrely. Yeah. He lost. He finally admitted it. He was like, all right, I'm done. It's weird that someone would admit they lost. Yeah. Uh, presidents uh, actually used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When, uh, really? when Herschel Walker recently lost that runoff race, uh, he, that, con- that he conceded. He did a speech, and it was a decent little con- concession speech. But oh, people good. in the comments were like, "Man, surprised he conceded." You know, that, <laughs> based on the party he's been running for, who uh, you know, and if that, you don't win, it's obviously fraud. And the hyperactive, uh, yeah. far uh, leaning area of that, the, the more extreme oh, yeah. area of that party, uh, in a televised speech from his office next to the White House. Gore said he was deeply disappointed and sharply disagreed with the Supreme Court verdict that ended his campaign, a very Republican Supreme Court. Uh, but he said, partisan rancor must now be put aside. I accept the finality of the outcome. Gore, of course, had won the popular vote by more than 500,000 votes, but narrowly <laughs> lost Florida, <laughs> meaning the Electoral College went to Bush 271 to 266. And again, to put aside the partisan politics, I will say there has thoroughly been one political ideology in control since Nixon and then some. But for some reason, they keep pretending to be martyrs and whatnot. Uh, Anyhow, a monumental shift again in the United States as Gore Big L 
Thankfully, yeah. he had uh, more time to invent the internet and hunt down man bear pig. Thank God. So that was a good thing there. Uh, today is also, guess what uh, today is on National What Day? Ooh, ooh. Um, national, it looks terrible outside day. But Gloomy it feels day. good. No, it's National <laughs> Pretend to be a Time Traveler Day. Oh, oh, again? Again. It's that time of year again. <laughs> For now, five days in a row. It never ends. I'm guessing that the, either the nationaldaycalendar.com just went out of business yeah. or they're taking the rest of the year off. Or maybe off. that's yeah. what they're doing. They're like, you know what? We worked hard all year getting you the, the facts every day. Yeah. But Time I, to take off. I would think at least someone. <laughs> so either it had to have gone out of business, which sucks because this yeah. is where I depend on things for this bit. Hey, man, another place will pop up and take over. Don't worry. Well, there. to be fair, uh, since it's going to be an eternity of December 8th on the national day calendar I use. Wow. Not only is it pretend to be a time traveler day, but it's national brownie day. Ooh, oh, tasty. Just gotten stuck on a, a better day. You and, know? And, and Time and travel and, and sweet brownie, treats. You get to always continue to go back and eat brownies every and day. You know what else it is on that day that you'll have what? all the time for? It's National Crossword Selfers Day. <laughs> oh. So oh. there you go. Today is the greatest because it never ends. Ever. I can't help it, but we have to talk about that White Lotus season finale. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Indeed we do. It's all over the internet. It's everywhere. Uh, so we're going to bring it up on the radio. I, uh, yeah, I watched it. Did you? Kind of. Did I you did. watch it with your eyes through text on the screen that you read well, on Wikipedia? Well, I watched most of it, but I also <laughs> okay. read. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm old school. I like books. <laughs> I, I, sure. That's I like, a good excuse. You don't even okay. read books. You I, listen to them, which is totally fine. Not judging that. That's what I would do. But I like reading on. books on Wikipedia and then listening to. Uh, but yeah, White Lotus uh, was the talk Ooh. of everything on television this year. I'm still going to put Andor above it. Because White Lotus really? stresses me out, but damn it, uh, White Lotus was very good, and Incredible. the season finale, uh, major death. We all knew it was going to happen. I'm not going to say who died, obviously, but we know at the beginning that there was a body that washed but, up. Mm -hmm. uh, there were several bodies reported. Yes. So we knew people were going to die. Emily, who died? Do you want me to say it? I'm not going to say it. Damn, no oh. way! God, I said it. Ah, take that, all of you who thanks, are. Thanks a lot. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. God. Uh, yeah. Spencer, I will say this. Uh, the music from White Lotus Slaps. Oh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm twerking in my seat right we, now. We just started season <laughs> one, and not just the intro music, which this is the intro music to season two, but all the, like, in-between shots and music and oh, beats. Yeah. It is it's fantastic. Cool. So I should actually watch it and not just read it. As Genuinely. a music producer, you should, yes. Cool. Right. Uh, Genuinely. So, Emily, what's up with uh, Lo? Well, uh, surprise, God. surprise, season two, the finale drew a high record of viewership for HBO, scoring 4.1 million U.S. viewers just on Sunday alone at its premiere. 4.1 million. That's, that's massive. It's pretty that's, solid. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a whopping forty six percent from the series' previous best, um, for season two of White Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's doing incredibly, and and I feel like I don't know if you've heard this too, but I watched the first season when it came out, um, and then the second season came out, and it was, in my opinion, a lot better than the first. I thought the first was bad. But it definitely Bad. is different. I the first, no. first was good. First was good, but the second was a lot 
more entertaining, in my opinion. And possibly the first. We're now rewatching it because we think this uh, the murder in the second, or not the murder. It wasn't that necessarily, or was it? I don't know. Yeah. The death in the second one might go all the way back to the first. So we're Ooh. rewatching it to get more clues. And it had Alexandra Daddario. Yes. It had uh, uh, Sweeney. It had what was Sydney the mom? Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. It, it, incredible cast. In yeah, that a one. great cast. And the second season too. But I don't know. I, I feel like I had a lot more friends that were starting to watch because they heard about the second season. And everybody was like, I've never heard of it until now. Um, I did have a friend. I won't say her name. Samantha. Uh, but she was, we were planning on watching the season finale together. And I texted her and I was like, hey, okay, come over on, on, on. I was like, I can't watch it Sunday night. We got to watch it Monday night. All right. And she was like, sure. Sunday night rolls around. She goes, you really can't watch it tonight? And I'm like, no, nah, man, like I- I've got things to do. I-, I can't be up that late. She's like, oh, okay, okay. Well, okay. The next day on Monday, I text her. I'm like, hey, when are you coming over? And she goes, I watched it already. That bitch! <laughs> and I was genuinely upset because... She was like, I'll rewatch it with you. I'm like, no, that's not the point. No, the what point you should have is... done is you should have lied to Emily and yes. then showed up anyway and yes. watched it and pretended. Whoa, if you're gonna I be can't a believe that happened. Friend. I, knew exactly. it. I knew that would happen. That's what respectable <laughs> friends do is yeah. they just lie to my face and they and they they act and they pretend. Yeah. And, yeah. and then she can tell you after, like, oh, it was all a lie. I made it up. I already watched it last night. And maybe uh, not directly after. Tell me like two <laughs> years down the line. Tell me like at my wedding when okay. you're making the speech and you're like, oh, you two look great together. By the way, I watched White Lotus <laughs> the and last like, season. What you bitch? Yeah. Also, Emily, I kissed your husband last night. Yeah. I didn't uh, know back fine. to his white Lotus thing. <laughs> but it's, I think that was uh, Samantha. I love you, but that was so rude of you. And so we got. I watched it alone instead. Did you enjoy it though? Was it? I will say the finale. I'm not going to spoil anything because I'm so anti-spoiler. It's insane. But the last se- the last episode, a li- not disappointing, but it was a little bit. I feel like there's a lot of strings that still need to be tied together. Sure, I kind of agree. Yeah, having watched watched it on Wikipedia by reading what happened. <laughs> uh, but for for the humans out there listening that are going to get home today after the C.J. Morgan show with Emily Spencer and Matt, because uh, they're listening to the radio. But when they get home, you recommend this? Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My parents, my parents even watched it uh, with me this season, and my mom texted me and was like. What uh, White Lotus vacation are we going on next? A.K.A. that's her way of being. Where do you think they're going to go next season? I ain't season? going on no White Lotus vacation. I don't want to go. No. But overall, the show's incredible. incredible. And I do like that. Uh, uh, it's, un- I don't, man, the hotel manager in season one yeah. was my favorite character. Oh, he's funny. And maybe I could even say the guy he was conflicting with, uh, Alexandria Daddario's husband, was such a ass that it made you hate him yeah but that's someone that they're acting and their character's so good um so i would say start with one but you don't have to either way you really don't have to but you just do it it's it's like eight episodes eight to ten episodes i think for the first and second season uh like each one is eight or ten so it's not that hard binge it you're gonna love it you know what we should do we should do Mm. like radio used to back in the day and do vaudeville where we do characters and acting and have sound effects Uh, and we do a little story we do white lotus like we, we make our own white lotus, we, or we recreate. We print the, season. the script and the music, <laughs> and we just we we're the characters. <laughs> we're off reading, uh, but we got to do it on Friday's voice, just like that. <laughs> there we go. Let's take a look at another stocking stuffer.
Parent Pickups back with Matt Bearden. Uh, so far this week, we've talked about candy canes. Now, another classic candy to stuff the stocking with. What is it this yeah, time? Yeah, yesterday we talked about candy canes. I kind of had fun talking about stocking stuffers, so that got me searching for new stuff last night. And I started thinking about what was stuff that was in my stocking, what stuff that I put in my kid's stocking. Cool. And one of the things that has lasted from the time that I was a kid to now, my kids are still into it, is, and I don't know if you guys, Pez? You guys familiar with Pez? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We of had course. Pez dispensers. Pez and the Pez dispenser. Um, did a little research. I got one for you right off the bat. Trivia question for you. Go. Okay. Uh, Pez, what were they originally marketed as, Spencer? Um, I'm, I'm guessing either breath mint or aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac sounds good. All right, I don't incorrect. Know, like the, incorrect. Sorry, that was only two guesses. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's clearly a marketing gimmick to sell the bad candy with a cool toy, but I'm going to say because there was so much money in lead and lead byproducts, they just needed something to uh, to you know sell more lead. Sorry. Damn. That's also not true. Damn. Well, we had fun on the way there. Tell uh, us. An Austrian inventor businessman, his name was Eduard Haas. He came up with the idea for Pez, P-E-Z, in 1927 because he found that uh, he came from a family of doctors and uh, retailers. And back in 1927, even though it was very, very unpopular because uh, most people loved it and they thought it was okay and healthy, there was a growing group of people who were thought, you know what, I should stop smoking. Oh. And he wanted to come up with a smoking cessation gimmick that, and he thought hold well, it in your hand and yeah you could hold it kind of like a cigarette yeah. still then you could put one in your mouth and you had ridges in it and you play with it and it would keep you from smoking slide yeah. out of one of the little tiny tabs that huh. makes a lot of sense yeah. what's insane is that there nobody was really trying to quit smoking in the 1920s right yeah. he just was there, healthy. Was, there was growing amount of people who were like oh i think i don't like the way this makes my clothes smell whatever he came from this family of doctors the doctors back then used to cold press their own pills. Nice. So he understood the process behind kind of taking a candy, making a mold, and then cold pressing the. And that's why it has that kind of distinctive taste. Uh, also, by the way, uh, peppermint in German is called Pfeffermans. Wow. Ah, uh, yeah. With a P. Pfeffermans. Pfeffer, yeah. Pfeffer. And then there's an E in the middle, and there's a Z at the end. And that's where Pez comes from. Uh, uh, by the way, you might think of the Pez, uh, that distinct kind of rectangular shape, not the first one. When it was ooh. first made by Mr. by the guy, it was around. It was round. It was round, just nice. like a like a regular like a you know like and a Sturtz bath breath mint. Aspirin, just a little you know tablet. Cool. Exactly. It was because it was made the same exactly the yeah, same yeah. way you would make an uh, aspirin Pez or whatever. Pez dispensers would be great for pills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the problem was, packaging round at the time was really hard to do. So he was having a hard time moving into some kind of paper packaging, so he just said, well, F it, I'm going to make it rectangular, and it was easier to package. That's literally kind of what it came out to, and the strange thing is we think of Pez as being for kids, right? That's why I'm talking about it during the stocking stuff or all that, Um, but at the time, it was to try to help adult smokers quit smoking. They were targeting older men specifically. And how do you target older men? Older men Uh-oh. with toys, uh, pinup girls. Oh, they yeah. featured pinup girls and pictures of busty, racy ladies and stuff. And that's 
That's how they that's first. How you get, yeah. So you get men to care about their health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they Stop had made shit, those uh, kind of uh, rectangular packages, they were boxes. They were the whole time they were trying to find out quick ways to come up with a, a to dispense these things. They thought that's going to be the thing that hooks us, and that's when they started creating the first Pez dispenser, nineteen forty eight. Uh, and originally, it was supposed to like they even designed ones that would have little tiny motors inside of them to dispense one out at a time. And uh, but they didn't come to the U.S. until like the fifties. Turns out that mints and stuff weren't nearly as popular here or whatever. And kind of kids started liking these dispenser. They'd find that their parents had dispensed of the dispenser. Kids love them. Little toys. Yeah. Well, then they were just like, hey. Let's put Snoopy on one. Let's of these. market it. And they started doing Santa Clauses, Mickey yeah. Mouses, all that. And kind of the rest, they say, is history. My kids are really into it. And it turns out, too, I don't know if you've seen that, that we've always been loading our Pez dispensers incorrectly. Yeah, that, I tried that. It didn't work. It didn't? No, I think that was just a dumb TikTok thing. Uh, the best thing when you start getting older, like I was, when you start. Uh, getting close to puberty, uh-huh. you can practice kissing with your Pez dispenser. Oh, that is nice. Because the candy's a little tongue. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thanks, yeah. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. On 101X. You know, it's that time of year where you want to get comfy, cozy, and cuddly with somebody, but that means that they also might have to stay at your house. explains it all and as you said off air today you're going to explain hosting hookups <laughs> can i use that is it yeah, okay yeah, yeah. that's fine thunder? that's fine okay. that's fine hookups with like an asterisk on it because like i don't want to call this just a hookup but uh, you're, you're dating someone i'm seeing somebody that is that is has a lot of potential okay you know? yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that no, i would say yeah. if we want to do a hosting hookup segment i could talk all about that yeah and that's my, different my routine which yes. uh, involved a lot of cleanliness a lot of cleaning a lot of uh of your body preparation oh absolutely okay good absolutely. Absolutely, good, 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 but good, not good. to an unnatural state because uh, sure. when you're when you're trying to uh, woo someone, if there's something that seems too prepared, too slick, not working. But this is a little different. This is uh, like you said, the end of the year is cuddly season. It it's is when cuddly you wanna, season. Uh, enjoy this cold weather we're having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get close, get romantic, uh, and hang out. But yeah, staying the night can be a little weird. It's it's super weird. And I'll give you a little bit of personal context because you know what? Why not? I have my life is crumbling as we speak, so I'll just air out all of my uh, issues and grievances and fun things on the radio right now. So this person that I was seeing, um, I previously talked about them on the morning. And now they came to visit me. So it's really off because it's like we technically hadn't had a first date yet, but then they were going to like stay at my house for the weekend because what was I supposed to do? Be like, get a hotel. Yeah, get a hotel. No, I wasn't going to do that. Instead, they were at a hotel. Yeah, hotel, motel, Holiday Inn, said Pitbull once. Um, (laughs) But wait, I thought that was Snoop. No, Mm. that was Pitbull. If something doesn't ask you, you can tell your friend. Okay. that that was I'm talking about hotel room service. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. different, yeah. Uh, diff- different hotel. Song. Point being, point being, I I had to host somebody, and in order to host somebody, no matter who it is, hook up whatever, you kind of have to prepare your space. So it was a lot of 
washing the sheets. It was a lot of cleaning like my cat's litter box so that he doesn't walk in and is like, ooh, ew, yeah. gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, the bathroom as well, especially yeah. dudes, because we, yeah. we tend to tinkle spray. You guys, and then also I have noticed you guys like to go to the bathroom a lot more than us. I don't know what it is, but all of my dude friends and Explain. even this person, you guys just like always <laughs> have to go. Well, oh. it's stored in our, our testes and it can only hold so much. <laughs> yeah, my, especially depending on the size of the testes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's where the tinkle. Uh, so yeah, I had to get I had to get all of that prepared. But then it was also like food wise. Because when you host a hookup, it's awkward. Because if it's just like a one night stand hookup in the morning when you wake up, you're not you ha- eating breakfast. You're not, you're not eating not breakfast. Making coffee. But I'm a nice person, so I'll be like, "Here's a granola bar. Uh, like you <laughs> yeah. send you leave, on the road. Leave some continental breakfast, like it's an apple and a banana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a, a little doggy bag. <laughs> I like that they it. take it's out continental the way. breakfast. <laughs> a little bit of coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but when there's somebody <laughs> that's staying long term, like for a couple of days, I had to figure out. Well, I'm not going to ask them to spend all their money and like eat out every meal but then i also don't know them well enough to figure out like what i'm going so you to gotta have get a medley in my house. of snacks and stuff yeah, yeah a medley of snacks i made i made waffles guys look yeah. at how domestic i am Wait, you making waffle? waffles for you, somebody you get a press a waffle press I, of, of course i have oh, a waffle maker of cool. course i'm i'm waffle house queen over well, here i was okay? just about to ask because like if you didn't how did you do it i'm very curious <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah make my own waffle mold yeah. Um, but no, so that was also kind of a weird thing. Another thing that you have to consider when you're hosting a hookup is like, how, like what you're going to pr- provide in terms of, okay, that sounds funny. Well, of course, what you're going to provide in terms of that, mm-hmm. but also what you're going to provide in terms of like, are you going to let them use your shower? Like, are you going to let them, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, You better. I mean, you're not going to send them like, to the, the nearby, like, where where are they going to go to shower? I guess. Well, I mean, like like I said, if it's At like a- gas a, station I'm where used, truckers go. Yeah, or a Bucky's or something. You go to the bathroom, that's the worst thing. <laughs> Number two bathroom? Uh, yeah. yeah well, house? also, there was one time when uh, I, I had a, a hookup um, and, you know, we had left to party. We went back to her place. She was way out of my league. Yeah. And her roommate had people over. Like, they worked for, like, Texas Monthly, so they're all fancy and stuff mm. um but like my stomach really started hurting and oh, i was yeah. like oh i gotta i gotta have gas so kind of hanging out and i'm like being nice to friends and i go out on the the patio of to course. pretend i'm on the phone and i lean over the because now it hurts so much it's stuck so i lean i use the bar of the patio to lean all the way over <laughs> and press it and i go Burr! I was like, oh, thank God. And I look to my right, and two <laughs> girls I don't know are out there smoking uh, cigarettes. Perfect, man. Uh, oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> this must have been a real emergency then. You didn't even check. <laughs> I had to go. Did you have to check your pants afterwards, yes. too? Yes. Uh, we'll be back around because uh. it's not about my hookup uh, talk. It's about Emily's, and it probably goes better than mine. It's Emily Explains It All today. Emily's explaining how to host a hookup. No, we don't mean necessarily just... A straight up slang bang one night stand hookup, but uh, <laughs> she's been talking to someone and they came to visit and stayed over. Which, no matter what situation you're having a visitor in, it's stressful because you got to really scrub the tub, yeah, the yep. toilet, yeah. and like you were saying, you got to prepare f- kind of food. You got to have snacks and things in your yeah. fridge. There's nothing worse than going somewhere. And you're staying with people, and they don't have anything to eat. Because yeah. And you have to go out all yes, the time. I get a bit peckish in the evening. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. some Triscuits. I want some chocolates. Yeah. I want some ice popcorn, cream. Maybe. I want some yeah. pies. I want some popcorn. Mm. If I have popcorn, I need Parmesan cheese. Pies? I need <laughs> Carrie's Gold Butter. Yeah, oh, my God. On top pie of that, I might need some kick. root beer. Like, yeah. I need a lot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then also as as somebody who's hosting, not only is it stressful enough because um, I want to impress this person, but it's also stressful because when you're hosting, you want to make them feel as comfortable as possible so that they'll come back. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then also, uh, like I said previously, this is somebody who it's. Gosh, dating dating is weird when you're an adult man. Like, I'm not an adult man. An adult, comma, man. <laughs> you're dating an adult man. I am a I dating guess. an adult okay. man. Uh, but it's weird because basically in order for him to come visit, he would have to stay at my apartment because I was going to ask him to ha- get a hotel or anything. So we ended up, he spent the night and then we went on our first date. So <laughs> that's weird, right? It's an icebreaker right yeah, there. Yeah, like what a weird icebreaker, but whatever. Yeah. It's 2022, almost 2023. doesn't matter anymore as long as everything is fine and everybody's nice. So your uh, your tips, you explained it all. Um, clean bed sheets. Clean Thank your you, bed yes. sheets. Uh, you clean the cat litter. You cleaned the bathroom. Yep. You got things ready. You got snacks. You have um, to get some snacks. How was your guest in reciprocating your hospitality? Ooh, interesting question. Yeah. How good was mm. this guesthood? His guest, if you will. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> His ge- I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Emily needs a good review. Pretty good. <laughs> okay, Surprisingly good. enough, he uh, he brought his. This is this is a first for me. He brought his own towel and his own washcloth. Uh, yeah, I I would. That's that's surprising. I've never had that, that seems happen. Polite. Yeah. Right. I right. can't. Yeah, that way you don't have to do a whole bunch of laundry too. And, and, and but well, I'm sure I you still, still let did, I still but, let him use mine. But he was yeah. like, "Oh, I don't know, I can prepare." Not only with that, he, but he also brought his own um, toothbrush pillow. Okay. Yes, <laughs> oh yeah, no, we shared a toothbrush. You know what? Spending. I think it's a great idea to bring as many pillows as you want to someone's place if you're yeah. staying there. I had an ex because I'm not sharing. <laughs> she used to hide toothbrushes, so if any other them? girl came over, they would find them. She's she did that stuff. Whoa, yeah. that's scary. I know. Uh, I would do similar things in my car. I had not just for like staying the night with people, but if I drank too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanted to go swimming, whatever. I always had like a change of underwear, a t-shirt, swimming trunks. And then I had a little bag that had powder, toothbrush, deodorant, and like a towel. So I always kept something like that, but never tried to just bring it in. What about about, uh, this? He also brought booty wipes. Like toilet, like... Going to the bathroom. Toilet paper? Wet wipes. Wet yeah. wipes. Moist, oh, moist wet wipes are bad. I would tell them no because it's bad for the environment. I, I don't it's bad have for the them. toilet. I also don't have them for that same reason, but he brought his own. Well, that's. I, I feel like that's very clean. I guess you can be happy that his butt was clean it. <laughs> well, clean-ish. I mean, if you don't have a bidet to offer, you know. You I do not. Sh- I'm so shower. sorry. <laughs> I don't have a bidet to offer. Do you have a detachable offer. shower head? No. Well, you got to get one of those. That's a great bidet. That's that's the, the country messy, bumpkin bidet. You can get up in the Rundle, the scrim, the scraint, all of it, you can clean with that. Wow, what a, that sounds, I'm such a terrible host because I didn't have one of those. I, exactly. I think. No, it sounds like you were a really good host yeah. and uh, it sounds like you had a good time. My, my only comments, if I was to write a review of my Airbnb guest, my only comments were uh, he was very excited. So there were times where he, he did, we'll work on this, he did leave. A lot of cups laying around. Uh, it was yeah, a lot yeah, of like, okay. oh, I'm going to get a drink of water, gets a drink of water, mm, and then an hour the later one. forgot yeah. he had a cup. See, I use and the same cup, a, and yeah. that drives Lisa's parents yeah. crazy because I have my cup, and then they'll clean it and put it in the dishwasher, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess i got to get another one. Uh, now, for the reverse of it, 
How would you expect if you were staying at a guy's, and I don't mean like rando hookup, I mean if yeah. you were going to stay at a guy's house for a couple days, sure. right. not a boyfriend, still newie dating. Yeah, maybe what, the same yeah. situation where you're Just going flipped. to town. Yeah, to yeah if I what was would visiting you him, what would I expect? Yeah. Um, I would expect definitely clean sheets. That's the number one. I know I've mentioned that before, but that's that's always the grossest thing ever. Like, just clean your sheets once. It's always. Like, it's like, it's I mean, so for easy me, to do. It doesn't take that it's, long. It's so incredibly easy for, for me to do. Uh, maybe have do. your mattress not on the floor. Oh, yes. Uh, it, pillow yeah. cases on the I pillows. Need, I need at least two pillows on the bed. Like, I have gone to people's houses with it. One, the most impressive thing that I've ever seen is I went to a guy's house once, and he had eucalyptus hanging in the shower. And I remember taking a photo mm. and sending it to my friends and being like, guys, he has eucalyptus. He's a serial killer <laughs> in or a keeper. Shower. And he has multiple types of shampoo and conditioner. Not Uh-oh. the five in one body wash, hair, whatever crap. He's got it all. So honestly, just give me a little spa. That's it. Okay. If I want, I want to come over and feel clean when I visit you. Rick and Morty want you to get high on life. Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. We've got a new video game out from Squanch Games. That's right. I think this is their third game. Very Rick and Morty. Very uh, exciting that uh, this is being put together. Spinny, give us the uh, the details. Quick summary. Squanch Games is, uh, well, going back, I guess, even further. Rick and Morty is created by Dan Harmon. <laughs> Going back even further, I was born on. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are the two uh, creative forces behind the show Rick and Morty. Lego fans as well. uh, Correct. Dan Harmon, more of the writer, sort of overall meta, like just the guy who comes up with a lot of concepts, but Justin Roiland there for the humor and a lot of the voice acting. And and the specific creation of the original kind of Doc and Morty thing that was a play on. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So, uh, Squanch Games is Justin Roiland, the voice actor guy, the guy who does Rick oh, and Morty. Oh, you know, you'll yeah. recognize his voice. He, this is his third game. They did. Oh, jeez, Rick. Squanch Games, I forget what their first game was, but I played their second game, which is called, like, Trevor Saves the Universe. Still very much in line with the Rick and Morty, con- like, humor and stuff like that, but it was like a VR game. So, this game that's coming out called High on Life is their first sort of, like, contemporary, like, sort of real bonafide game. Like, yeah. it's a first person shooter. You run around and shoot things, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> you know it I mean? looks like a bunch of aliens um, and, and different ki- types of uh, guns, too. Yeah, now the premise is it says you're fresh out of high school with no job and no ambition. You got what? nothing going on for you until an alien cartel that wants to get high off of humans or humanity invades <laughs> yeah. Earth. So now you and a team of talking guns <laughs> <laughs> must answer the hero's call and become the deadliest intergalactic bounty hunter, blah, blah, blah. So basically, the premise of this game is one. You're going to try to save the Earth from these crazy aliens that get high off, well, I would assume, maybe ground-up humans or something. Don't know that much. <laughs> as many you can inject us. Uh, yeah. Can, yeah. But two, the, the the draw is the premise is, like, the, the guns that you use are actually alien creatures <laughs> that just rip or, like, look like a gun, but you're using them as a gun, too. And so they're there, like, as your companions throughout the game doing little Rick and Morty, like, jokes and stuff. like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I'm a little excited about it. I've seen that it's got sort of mixed reviews, but it's on the higher end, meaning I think I'm probably going to get it and like it. So <laughs> It looks... We'll see. It's, it looks really 
funky. It almost, <laughs> yeah. I don't know it, how it's to got a unique it. style, I will say that. I was going to say, curious. it reminds me of more uh, uh, a point of view um, Earthworm Jim a little bit. It is does. A way you I know what, of, or Toe Jam and Earl as it well. It has a little bit of that influence, I think. Those sort of yeah. 90s-esque, very oh, colorful yeah. environments and stuff, too. Almost like a psychedelic trip without the actual visuals. It's just the color and things. and so, Or, you know, the, the geofractal, scary, kaleidoscopic stuff that happens. It's all the but, cones yeah. and rods yeah. in your eyes. Uh, and they're not scary, Spencer. They're fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely impressed by the, the graphics, too. When does it come out? When do we get to play with it? It's already out. Yeah! Oh, yeah, yay! bitches! We can play today! On what? Everything? Everything. Let me just double check on that. Uh, Xbox, uh, Steam, e- Epic Game Store. That's Someone what I'm keeps logging into here. my Steam. I should be concerned, right? You definitely should Probably. be concerned. Yeah. Okay. Good thing I have that two-factor authentication Hold up. set up. Is this up. not on PlayStation 4? I don't know. It doesn't look it like better it better be is. on PS5, though, because I have not used that enough. For it's not on PlayStation. All? What? No. PlayStation's the best. It's I quit. Of, it's because of those more of those exclusivity deals that Microsoft keeps buying up. So. Sons oh, of man. bitches. That's the unfortunate well, Xboxers, thing. Well, Xboxers, you're welcome, I guess. And there you go. At least have fun. Go let us know how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. not, not even on Nintendo Switch? <laughs> no. no. I mean, let's be honest. That thing can't really handle much hey, anymore. Be hey, be nice to my it, Switch. It, uh, I, I got to go back to Lisa's Island and fix things. Since oh, it's been the years. Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. been there. you got so many weeds you're going to have to pick. She's going to be in trouble. There you go. Uh, new Rick and Morty, high on life, out now, but not on the good consoles. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan. Tis the season to do all of the things that the season tells you that you should do. Like. So many things. Like, like, like. I'm I, I'm going to go see Holiday Lights. Okay. Because I have told everybody this. This is the year that Emily Spawn, yeah, that's my last name, uh, is not going to be a bah humbug. I, I will not Emily be a Grinch. Edge, but that's besides the point. So you, yes. uh, quick backstory, you worked at Michael's, you hate Christmas, it's annoying, but this year, not anymore. <sighs> not anymore. I bought a Christmas tree this year. Um, I, I went to a couple holiday parties. I'm thinking about, my roommate asked me if I wanted to make Christmas cookies with her, and I said yes to everything. I'm oh, trying good for to you. be a lot more in the spirit, no Grinch. So- um, I decided to go check out something that I, I've seen. Trail this. of Lights. That's actually on my list. Okay, that is a lot. They used to have a Ferris wheel. I don't know if they still do. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can survive doing all of those lights. So I, I needed to do a little uh, pre-gaming, a little Christmas yeah. lights pre-gaming before I went to the Trail of Lights. And I visited the 37th Street Lights. Yes, that's. I took uh, my fiancé on that last year, and uh, we loved it. It wasn't too trafficy. It wasn't too annoying. No. Because I will say, last year in Amarillo, we do the same thing where we go through the rich neighborhoods and look at lights but it's now become so so packed that yeah. i hate doing it because then i'm just sitting in a car listening to my brother-in-law's crappy dubstep <laughs> while we drive <laughs> hauling ass through neighborhoods for two hours i hate it yeah but, but this is different this is different this it's is shorter different. it's older nicer not not like rich area house it's like very it's high Austin. oh yeah okay so yeah it's old but it's very old but real like, estate's made it expensive. real yes yeah yeah, yeah. i used to live it's really sweet i love it i know i used to live off a of 39th street and so i would walk over and go every year and and i i don't live off a of 39th anymore so don't try to stalk me uh so now i i did what every other person would do and 
I went there myself, and I will say it's actually not as crowded as you might no, expect. No, it's not it that to be. bad, and no. it's really cool because these are people that spend a lot of time and effort to make their houses it's look really nice. It's really cute. It's just it's literally off of Thirty Seventh Street. If you know where Thrive uh, Craft House is, which I don't think actually exists anymore, I think they just recently closed down. I don't know. It could be fake news. And there's like a Domino's, and there's a Planet K. It's that street right there. And all of those old houses, they do decorations. I've read that they've been doing it since the 1980s. I also like it because rich people just hire someone to do it. No, this These is all are like people weird that do it DIY displays. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's so, it was so genuinely great. Uh, what you need to do, though, is make sure that you are parking in the correct places. Like, you need to park. Don't park at the Domino's. They will tow you, and they will be mean. But park on the on the side streets. I think you can also park. There's like a parking garage like across the street too. Just make sure to read the signs. You park. You get out of your car. You walk up and down the street. Takes maybe thirty minutes to an hour. That's it. Um, and it was so sweet. We went on a Sunday night, so it was crowded, but it wasn't too it's crowded. It's very Austin-y too. It's they like- were giving out hot chocolate. They were giving out like. Uh, mold wines. Um, there was a lot of uh, cute little posters around for different attractions. There was some guy that dressed his entire house up like NASA, but like Christmas NASA, uh-huh. which was cool. And some some people will even let you go into their yards and into the back area if you have Come on kids. Back here, Emily. This, <laughs> if you have kids. See, I, I, following that up with if you have kids sounds bad. If you have kids, they now have a cute little, it's like a stuffed animal um, petting zoo. Oh, that's And you can sweet. go, and I guess it's it's based off of this company. And, and if you're a doggy dad like me and you have pets. You can bring your pets. I was going to say, leave them at home. Don't be oh. an ass. Your animals don't care. No. It's going to stress them out. It's going to stress other people out. They're going to poop. Leave your damn dogs at home. Take them on a walk on your own time. Yeah. It's dumb to bring your dog to everything. Yes. There, I said. It. There, he said it. And also, if uh, you are bringing your dog, you might accidentally scare away the special new thing that they're doing this year. Is there a goat? No, they are doing a streetwide vote. So, you know, we're trying to vote for the Austin mayor right now, right? Today, literally. T- literally today. Um, but Goes you can also go and vote for the mayor of the street, which is all of the street cats. So <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> there's Bruce, Clovis, Donna, Dragon. Uh, I go for Clovis, named after the Zach French Peaches. king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went for Bruce because we actually saw Bruce when we were there, and he was sleeping on the porch, but he said a lot of really good points. He made a, he made a lot too. of good points. There. So you could go, go uh, 37th Street. It's open until... New Year's, it's open, I believe, uh, from sunset till 10 p.m.-ish. Pretty flexible. Remember, these are real people's houses. So, yeah, yeah. And there's there's QR codes everywhere. Go and donate because they pay for all of the lights themselves and their electricity bill for that street. going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot this year. Especially with the freeze coming Thursday. Uh, one, oh, last, <laughs> uh, one last tip I have for you, Emily. Yes. Um, I took my fiance to this last year. Last year, go check out Fairy Alley, is I think what it's called. Fairy Alley. Um, it's a little alley that is that a, a slur that a house no that a house <laughs> okay. has done in South Austin, where it's like chalked and there are Christmas lights this time of year, but there are a bunch of little fairy houses and fairy oh, gnome sweet. things, and uh, it's right behind the Alamo Draft House on uh, South Lamar. Uh, is now where that alley's at. So you Am can park. I allowed to go back there? Is this a trap? Yes, yes. No, it's not a trap. It's a, it's a secret Austin thing that I just said on the radio. Oh. Austin just won a major award. 
a big one, an exciting one. Texas Monthly, the renowned magazine of Texas. Uh, we used to own Texas Monthly. Did you know that, Emily? Did we really? Used to be part of this radio group. Uh, we had uh, a couple times mutual Christmas parties with them. Oh, I bet that was a blast. Yeah, they were very writers. They're very horny, toity. Uh, but anyhow, oh, Texas whoa. Monthly uh, just awarded Austin a major yearly award. They do it every time in December. Uh, we are now the official Bum Steer Award. Which what? usually goes to a crooked politician, a scam, the power going out when the freezes happen was one. But yeah, so uh, you don't want this award? No, it is bad. Uh, Texas is the 2023 Texas Monthly Bum Steer Award of the Year. Uh, not Texas, I'm sorry, Austin. Uh, a toast to the dopes, villains, and terrible ideas that bedeviled our beloved state over the past 12 months. Texas Monthly crowned the city of Austin the 2023 Bum Steer of the Year. Wait, Previous are, winners. What? Yep. Are uh, you kidding me? No, we we did it. Uh, previous winners are Governor Greg Abbott. What? The, the Texas Democratic Party, <laughs> uh, former speakers of the House, really crap people. Um, but they said, uh, Texas Monthly, that hundreds of thousands expected to join the metro area in the next 10 years to fulfill jobs at Tesla, Oracle, or other companies uh, who have already moved to the region. But the city's skyrocketing cost of living... Um, our tech bro theme park that we've become, oh, affordability, yeah, traffic, just everything. We become a nobody's market, unfriendly to buyers, to sellers, just an absolute garbage city in every single sense of the way. Not to mention the ultra conservative hobo haters, the <sighs> no solution from people on the left or in control of what to do with uh, a lot of our homeless and stuff. We're just bad. And guess yeah. what? Finally, it's been recognized in an award, the Texas Monthly Bump Steer Awards. Now, you are a promising young graduate of the University <laughs> of Texas who moved here from the big city of Houston. And the award even says we used to be a fun, weird, sleepy, cool college town. Yeah. And you graduated. You got a job in radio where you're out and about. Emily? Are you about to blame me? Do you think Austin sucks? Oh, do I think Austin sucks? Do, do we deserve the Bum Steer Award? Um, I don't think we deserve the... Out of everywhere in Texas, there's no way that we deserve the Bum Steer Award. I don't know. Uh, we, we had a, a Christmas party next to Unbarlievable recently, and I just saw the... Yeah. Dudes that hang out on West Six. I was like, oh, yeah, this sucks. These yeah. people have always kind of existed, but this is it now. And now there's just more of those. Uh, I will say I have seen a difference. I moved here about almost six years ago, I think. And I have seen a difference from the past six years. But I am no Austinite, so... Um I am part of the problem. <laughs> a little bit. I'm a little bit part of the problem. I'll admit it. Okay. Listen, I'll say the problem is more the city itself for never, uh, for uh, what it's done with the land code. Oh, yeah. Never efficiently structuring the, the, the actual infrastructure of the city was never planned for because we didn't want to become Houston. Yeah. Guess what? Change was inevitable, inevitable and we didn't prepare for it properly. So now... We're stuck in this very bad, weird situation, and we've lost a lot of iconic businesses and landmarks and definitely and everything over the years, and we've just become bland. It feels, yeah, it feels less and less like a community. What made Austin was our hospitality service, the bartenders, the servers, our live music, even mm -hmm. our stand-up comedy scene is thriving. Yeah. 
But those people, the creatives, the service industry people, can't afford to live here anymore. No, I so, can't afford to live here. Yeah, we have cool <laughs> hotel bars with guitars and music, but not really anything that's supporting the scene because no one can afford it. No, no, exactly. And then a lot of the people that own these places are now, you know, people from California. I was going to say investors. Not, yes. You know, the cliches, people move to Austin from California. It's when not actually, only that, it's it's people the move here from People move here from other parts of Texas. Sure. Mostly, more than anywhere else. It's uh, the issue is the company. The that are issue, taking yes. Over. the The issue is not just in California, but across the United States, even overseas. Yeah, this actually was a problem in California first, but overseas investors have snatched up property, and uh, it's just impossible. Our toll roads aren't owned uh, by investors in Texas. It's just become crap. And you know what? I I agree. I hate to s on our city, but I've been doing it for years, and rightfully so. Uh, we're the bumps year, year, uh, we're the, <laughs> we're the yearly Texas monthly bump steer award and, and we deserve it. That's quite, sad, quite. CJ. I Come will on. say driving on Mopac or I-35 late at night, which I've been done recently and seeing downtown Austin, it is beautiful it's to so look pretty. at. We are still unique in many ways, but you know, we're losing a lot of that. We are. I, I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan play on top of a pallet fire when we used called Waterloo and now it's gone. <laughs> All right. All right, CJ. I'm sorry. I'll move back. I'm part of the problem. (laughs) Thank you. Emily, since you're joining us today because you don't have crap to do all month, I'm sorry. Uh, Lead us off and did you know? Uh, All right, this is a cookie-filled edition. All right, here Uh, we go. Obviously, I haven't Mm. been doing radio for a second. You're okay. Did you know? Yes, the segment of learning. Did you know? Uh, This fun fact for Emily. Did you know? Uh, the song Closing Time by Semisonic, you've heard yes. it on the radio a lot. Yes. Uh, this is something I just discovered just now. Um, it's actually not about leaving a bar. It's, it's about, about his. It's about a baby being born. Yeah, 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 yeah. Emily, I've known this. Isn't that a cool, Listen, did you know? I've known this what, one, though. Spencer? We're also doing this segment for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> this our is listeners. just so you know. This is something he brings in all the time when Matt and I are here. Oh, <laughs> this really? Is the exact same That's thing. That's his, his go-to. Did something. you know? All right. Well, yeah. it's fine, Spencer. If you're yeah. such a did you know, why don't you did you know us? <sighs> go ahead. Any did you know? Just did, pull a did you know out of your brain, and you, you know can do it. if you say did you know, it has to be true. All right. Okay. We can't Let's lie to we people. Got Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, we did this one yesterday. I better not do that one. I'm going to cross that one out for us. You're crossing out your brain because we know all this stuff. Yeah, we, this is internally, Spencer. Yeah, this is coming true. from my, your brain. My apologies. Uh, did you know? Nice. Larry the Cable Guy has never worked as a cable guy. Yes. Wow. Uh, Larry, what? Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy is a character. Um and uh, he's a liar, is what yeah, he a big is. Old lie. Well, nah, I, did, a character. I did dislike Larry the Cable Guy because not necessarily his popularity, because that whole uh, comedy tour also had, you know, Ron White, who I thought had real was people, great. yeah, Bill Engvall. Uh, it was Jeff, okay. Jeffrey Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy, who, man, I met him, super, super cool guy. But Larry the Cable Guy was the most popular. And yeah. I just, the act didn't click with me. I came from working class Emerald, Texas, so I should get it. But it's like, this guy's not funny and he's a fake, but it's yeah. it's the same as politicians. You just trick people like, hey, just like me. And he got it. Well, I didn't drink a cold beer and I'll go down. I think his name You're is. You're really good at that. Daniel Whitney. <laughs> Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan Whitney. Uh, and he wasn't, he was an okay stand up comic. He got, funny, to, but he got to star in movies. 
plays as Larry the Cable Guy. He played the truck and the, he was the tow truck in the Later. show with the yeah. cartoon where they raced around. That was the best now, one. Tell so, you what, with his airplane food, I ain't never been on a plane. That's like if comedian actor Paul Rubens got a role as just Pee Wee Herman and just went as Pee Wee Herman everywhere. But he was Pee Wee uh, Herman. Uh, that's uh, different. Uh, uh, wow, you're good at that one too. That was spinning. Yeah, that was that's very no, good. I know. So yeah. That was that was very good. You guys yeah. have been practicing your we have. That's your what anti-character I do. characters. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do you remember? Did you know? Uh, Cowboy Curtis. Um, who else was in there? I was going to say so many people. Charo was featured in there. A in, few yeah, yeah. A lot of people in Pee Wee Herman were uh, were became famous uh, later on as mm. other, other characters. But Emily, give us a did you know from the top of your head? Oh boy, oh boy. Let me really rack my brain on this one. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> did you know a lifetime warranty doesn't mean you have the warranty for your life. It refers to how long the company expects the product to last. Oh. So it's the lifetime of the product, not the lifetime of you. Yeah, okay. exactly. And I forgot to finish my thought. Did you know Cowboy Curtis from Pee Wee Herman oh. was, uh, he was the Matrix? Oh, yeah. We all knew that. That's why yeah, we he was were Matrix. Like, yeah, yeah. Matrix. Uh, that, the uh, actor that, Matrix. That guy's name is Lawrence, Morpheus. Lawrence, yeah, Fish- Morpheus. <laughs> yes. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Fishburne. Yes. Uh, the Fishborn. Did you know? You live Fishburne. Lawrence Fishmonger. Yes. <laughs> 101 Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. What's Chat GPT and why is everybody on the internet talking about it this week? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? We're going to find out with Matt Bearden, and that's not what people are talking about on the internet. Talking about Elon Musk. Well, sure, but I've also noticed a ton of the people that I follow on Twitter all talking about ChatGPT, AI company called OpenAI. They came out. They've had this technology called GPT for a while. They've just updated it. And it's essentially a chatbot, but this seems to be the smartest version of a chatbot so far. And you can feed it in prompts. And just like a lot of like the Dolly and a lot of these things that are giving us art, it will give you back things that you ask it. Like you can say, hey, write a... A script for... Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You give certain scenarios and it'll write a script or a response. Like I've seen court hearings. I've seen television shows and uh, conversations that it'll script out. I have already it's pretty seen, hilarious. I've seen... Uh, uh, pl- write a twit... Write a tweet f- that would go viral in uh, progressive circles... And write a tweet that would go viral in far right circles, and it's really good what it comes awesome. out with. It hits all the main points, and I'm like, oh, it's just going through and analyzing it's tons and Roger tons Ailes. of data. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it is sort of. So one of the reasons on Twitter that I've seen so many people talking about is I follow a whole lot of writers, uh, either journalists, uh, sci-fi writers, um, nonfiction and fiction, both, and a lot of them. Even some of my stand-up comedy friends are like, uh-oh, uh-oh, because especially like small entry stuff, the stuff where you get your first footing if you come out of uh, journalism school. and captions oh, man, for stuff. they're going to start taking away all the transcribing jobs that people got. If you ask this thing to write a Wikipedia Crap. entry for something, it does it like this, and it sounds just like the verbiage inside of Wikipedia. Ooh, let's write uh, a Wikipedia entry for you. A guy asked it to, you know, hey— 
write a story about blah blah um like um about let's say Nancy Sinatra in her during 1963 and it just went through and found everything she did and wrote like a little blurb on 1963 Nancy Sinatra's best year and it just yeah. made and I was like oh you you don't need a junior writer to do that anymore and it's producing it at breakneck speed cool I guess let's just automate every single human function, and then we no longer need ourselves. Well, it is kind of a stab at some of the, um, as I would say, a little bit of the uh, the college elites, because for a long time they were like, hey, the robots are going to take over your burger flipping job. And it's like, actually, it, it turned out that it's too hard to make a burger to flip, I mean, a robot to flip a burger, but we can make one that can write all of your writings for you. Yay. Uh, all kinds of. I asked OpenAI to write a letter to my son explaining that Santa isn't around, <laughs> and make it make it slightly emotional, and then sure enough, it produces it. The it's it's kind of nuts. Here's another thing that they're worried about. You need to have writing skills, right? Yeah. You should be able to it's do that. It's nice so that you can communicate with people yeah. via email or One text. One of the things is if you want to study writing in college. What does college ask you to submit? Uh, an essay. essay. Yeah. Guess what? Now you, you can go to chat yay. GPT and say, write a college admissions entry for me. Sweet. If you're somebody who's online, you can point it towards all your Instagram and everything, and it learns all about you, and then it can write an essay, this an entrance exam for you. I believe. Oh, no. Yeah. How to? Oh, yes. God. Cool. So we're one step closer to us basically... Not needing any more humans or to ever see each other. And so. it only takes uh, a matter of seconds. I just wrote in my prompt at one of these things. I had to sign in with my Google. Here we go. Radio host Matt Bearden won another award but was fired from his job. He had been with the station for 10 years. It's bittersweet, Bearden said. I'm happy to have won, but I'm really bummed about losing my job. Bearden said he was informed of the decision to let him go on Tuesday, just hours before he was set to receive an award from the Texas Association of Broadcasters. <laughs> they told me that they were going in a different direction and that my last day would be today, Bearden said. I'm obviously disappointed, Bearden said. He's not sure what his next move will be, but he's grateful. <laughs> God damn, this got too real. Yeah. Ah. He's grateful for the support he's received from listeners. Is. I want to thank all of the listeners who supported me over the years. Bearden said, it's been an amazing ride. This, oh, my God. Is this you a time traveling? Like, is this a time traveling thing or is this oh predicting the future? God. Jesus. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm scared. sorry, everyone. I'm that scared. was too real. It was going to be wired, but you made it weird. It's what you were going to say. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pew to Austin. 101X.